0: guys let's play a little hockey welcome all to obey the puck i'm gonna damn us right now it's gonna be a quick one (laughs) With me is Paul Baker, R.I., Kelly Levy at Sked Central. Sometimes, not often or at all anymore, but the Twitter account's there. Uh, Maybe if she gets some followers, she might. No. Never mind. Kelly will not be tweeting from Sked Central. So just visit Obey Puck Show on Twitter for all your local, local, all your updated news and information on all things hockey especially the new logo oh, Kelly what's the name of that town ECHL
1: Sorry, bear
0: I'm just gonna let you guys say it the three rivers uh the the ECHL team announced their name and shared their logo and it is awesome I haven't seen I don't think they've announced the jerseys yet Paul you've seen this I take it the lions, which is a lion's head at the bottom of a fleur de lis, and it's got that dark not quite navy blue, but it's that dark blue color. I I love it. I can't wait to see what the jerseys look like. That was that was one of the best. And let me just say, the whole team, the whole—and this is thirty. This is level two minor league, level three professional hockey, double A, double A, yeah. um. Double-A professional hockey, and they had the best presentation of a reveal of a team logo in the last year. What, you know, everything was remote because of the pandemic. They had the audio matched up. It was better than the Kraken and the NHL team. Of course, they just paid the NHL all that money to get into leagues league, so they probably couldn't afford a better audio-video setup. Um, it was great. It was It was great. I loved it. Uh, Kelly, your uh, official stamp of the uh, the Lions logo.
1: Oh yeah, it's fantastic logo. I didn't see the presentation, um, but logo looks great. I I can't wait to see what the jerseys are going to look like.
0: Well, the presentation had because there's a direct tie to one of the old teams that used to play there in the uh, well mid '50s, '60s, which were the Lions. And so they had a bunch of footage and pictures and a whole like, you know, they had two people. I forget it was I'm pretty sure it was like the GM and the president of the team presenting this and then cut to a video. It was just all done professionally where the other reveals throughout this whole thing have been like really badly done. Or just like somebody hold the camera. I was like, check out the ACHL here. There you go. Uh, Yeah. Paul, what did you think of it? I, I really like it.
2: I don't love it as much as everybody else did, but there's nothing wrong with it. Well, I
0: mean, it's not a wheel with a spoke in it with a beads. <laughs> That's been done to death. <laughs> uh, I did see, speaking of, um, I almost I forgot to change the camera shots here. Speaking of um, Jersey's anniversaries, the Bruins are doing a little anniversary coming up, aren't they?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if this has anything to do with the, uh, an article that a a young writer friend of mine from Rhode Island did. He uh, published this fantastic article, not just focusing on Providence, but on a lot of different teams. Like let's let's do some '90s throwbacks. Come on, it's time. Kids who went to games, you know, in the '90s when they're kid, now in their 20s and 30s. Let, let's give them something to get nostalgic about. He's talking about things that can be done for the '90s. And so, since Providence won a Calder Cup. 22 years ago it makes perfect sense it lines up wonderfully 22 years they're going to have a throwback
0: 90s night and wear jerseys from that era i have been baked because the fandoms has have done a couple of throwback nights in 90s night and they've just about gotten to the old purple and white jerseys they used to have in philly And they've not quite pulled the trigger. They had that bright purple jersey last year with the weird font on it. That was like it would have been great if they didn't have the stupid word font, the the word mark on it. You know how we feel about word marks. I I think we're all in agreement that "Mm," nine times out of ten, it's like, nah, I don't do that. And it's just just one time, just one time. I don't even care if you change it to the blue. If you just get that old jersey out there one time, it, it was. It's almost. It's a damn near perfect jersey, and that's not even me saying it. Kelly agrees on this one at least. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave me hanging, Kelly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I love the uh, the the early Phantoms jerseys were amazing.
0: Um. Now, speaking of an- anniversaries as well, it was the 10th anniversary of something. Something happened Boston.
2: Yeah, Vancouver tried to burn the city down. <laughs> it's the 10th anniversary of Vancouver
0: burning this. Well, wow, a bunch of Philly fans went to Vancouver, huh? Yeah,
2: yeah that was our, our last taste of the cup in uh, in Boston 10 years ago
0: tonight. Yeah, well, Happy anniversary. Yeah. You know what makes me laugh about that, uh, that cup win? This I I wrote this segue, by the way. I just want you to know I prepared this one. Because the year before, everybody still talks about to this day the amazing comeback the Flyers had against Boston, which then translated into a final run that ended with a goal behind Michael Layton's back by, you know, one of the best hockey players that's ever skated, but it's Michael Layton's fault. Um, And we still hang on to that, but it's like every time you're there in the shadows, we go, yeah, but we won the cup. No, that shit. Damn it. (laughs) because <laughs> let me enjoy this let, no i don't but no i'm the the flyers i'm going to the flyers real quick uh and it's it, it's just going to be quick the incest continues within the flyers organization and the segue was here we are 10 years later and the the, the we celebrate that come from behind but the Bruins have won a cup and we're still dwindling out of the first round. (laughs) And, and I, and let me preface this by saying, these are my personal opinions. Obviously I am not the word of the Philadelphia Flyers. I am not the voice of Flyers. God. I love Dan LaPerriere liked him as a player. I I don't understand this promotion to head coach of the fan. Not only don't I understand it, I don't goddamn like it. I'm real tired of the uh, I almost lost my mind because I, I looked at I told Kelly this the other day and she laughed. Um the rumor was that it was gonna be either Anne Perrier or Terry Murray again. And I said, if they if they hire Terry Murray, and you know, all respect to Terry Murray. I have nothing against the guy, but I'm like, if you go back to that, well, again, my head might explode. And I hear the narrative that Anne Le Perrier, Lappy—I'm going to call him Lappy for now—because I'm damn, that name's a mouthful, and I know all about names being long and being a pain in yeah. ass. Um, being good in the locker room, I don't understand what he contributed to the coach on the being the, whatever he was on the Flyers. Uh, Nobody can give me a solid answer on that because I think it's zero things. And now he has the head coach of gentlemen fandoms and I'm on a strict show me, uh, show me policy with them now, because I don't understand it. And it's just another year of another cycle of doing the same thing within the organization and not, thinking outside the or d doing anything different. Same old, same old over and over again. I I my my passion and drive for this sport is slowly dwindling. <laughs> like they're just killing it every chance they hey and the hey he's the coach. Oh great. So you did the same thing you've done since the 80s. Cool. That's hard for me to feel passion. Yeah, hey, you know guys don't need to comment on any of that. I just need to get that up.
1: I uh did he play for the Flyers?
0: Oh yeah, oh okay, yeah for quite a few, quite quite a, quite a few years. That's why I I loved him as a player. He was great. I mean, he it wasn't an amazing player. He was great for the Flyers. You know, he was scrappy. He talked crap. He got into fights. He was, you know, one of those guys that the old guys like. You know, to see the old guard of the Flyers of any remnants of any Broad Street bully. I liked Dan Perrier as a. As a as a player, I think he is a waste of space as a coach. Now, maybe this position will be better for him because he won't be under someone's thumb. He will be the head coach. That remains to be seen. I'm not happy about it. Um, but I will say that I, I've not shared that publicly, and I kind of wanted to say it here because if you say anything about the Flyers, the gatekeeping immediately starts because everybody likes the old Flyers and like seeing the same thing over and over again for the past 30 years. And, the, and I'm just like, like, I don't even, that's it. That's the end of the discussion. If you guys have anything to add, I don't even know what you want to add to that. If I'm out of my mind, what do you think, Kelly?
1: I, I don't care. I hate the flyers.
2: <laughs> Paul, you hate the flyers. What do you think? This is the first I'm hearing about
0: this news. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's dude. That's, even as a Flyers fan, that's, that's how it, the pair, everybody's like, yay, and I'm like, oh great, okay. Wonderful. Moving on. <laughs> Speaking of the NHL, we have a slight, a slight surprise as uh, conference finals are happening right now. Um, first of all, Colorado's gone, and the Canadians are still in. <laughs> And I really thought that the Islanders weren't going to get past the Bruins. So I didn't even know anymore. So now I'm just like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Throw it up in the air. Uh, Paul, since you, one of your teams is directly involved. You were talking
2: about the 2010 Flyers a little bit ago. That series turned when David Creechie got injured and broke his arm and was out for the rest of the year. The, the Bruins Islanders series turned when Brandon Carlo got smashed into the boards and got a concussion and was out for the rest of the series. Before, While Carlo was in, Matt Barzell didn't do a damn thing. As soon as Carlo went out, he ran roughshod over the Bruins. So 2021 Carlo is 2010 Krejci, And the Bruins just were down too many defensemen. And same old story with the Bruins. Nobody from the first line showed up.
0: I, I just couldn't believe watching it. That that's what we were, uh, that was happening. Same uh, same story, same year, different, same, same story, different year. Different year. Yeah. That's how you say it. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, we were watching the series. How about you? What do you think?
1: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Trots. Uh, the Trots trap or whatever it's called. <laughs> Boring hockey 3.0. <laughs> oh, that team gets a lead and. You can just. You might as well just fall asleep because nothing else is going to happen. It's just terrible. Uh, it's terrible hockey to watch. <laughs> I mean, it. You know, it wins, but good God, when the crowd is the most entertaining part of an Islanders home game. <laughs> uh, I I think that kind of uh, tells you all you need to know about the the hockey that's going on. It's. I I, I truly think that this team and the way they play is is and Lamarillo's wet dream of what <laughs> hockey can be. They don't have any stars. I, the, the, the argument can be made for Barzali. He's a great player, um, offensively, I mean, but good grief. <laughs> it's just it's just low, low, low event hockey. It's like watching the it's like watching the 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 devil's with a worse goalie you know the the devil's from the 90s with a much worse goalie it's just, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just it's just terrible and montreal plays the exact same system basically it, it's the it's the same idea uh much better goalie well, at least price wise literally and uh, whatever but um yeah i I I could care less about hockey at this point. <laughs> I hope Vegas wins. At least they're entertaining. <laughs> Tampa. We I think most um most of the people at ESPN and TNT TNT are hoping that it's Tampa and Vegas in the final to kind of uh, set set up their their broadcast of the sport next year. Because if it's Montreal Islanders in the final, oh oh my goodness, hockey to sleep by. <laughs>
0: I, I, so dad is in the chat and he said hi, Kelly. Hello. And uh, he said go habs. So I said, yeah, go habs, I guess. That, <laughs> that one blew my mind. Um, I know we talked about the Toronto thing, but them, who did they just beat, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, them going over Winnipeg. And I don't mean it, that series was never close. They never trailed. It was, it wasn't even close on paper it was completely different story once she got out on the ice everything changed from the start of the whistle to the last horn of that last game it was never close
1: well it's a, it's the problem for a lot of a lot of teams in in the playoffs especially like these these two years you usually have one high price line, which is usually your all your scorers, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and then and then you know you yeah, hope someone turns up on on the other lines to put the puck in the, the net. Sometimes, um, and I mean Winnipeg just couldn't score normally, even with Shifley, who's their by far their best offensive player. Then he gets kicked out at the end of the first game for a horrible hit, um, and they were just. I mean, I I watched. I think for all of those games except for the last one and I mean they would go into the zone and I would just I would just like do something else because I knew they weren't scoring (laughs) everything was from the outside and and when they did get chances like the the aura of Carey Price or something scared them 99% of the time and they (laughs) would miss the net or whatever and it was it was just uh, it was just painful to, to watch.
0: I forgot what I was putting, My point was going to be. I had something to tech on there, and I've now forgotten. Oh, um, Shifley, the Shifley hit. If he had just pretended to play the puck, like if he had just pretended as he was laying the hit to move his stick towards the puck, that to play, uh, player safety might have just fallen on the other side of that. It's all he had to do with that one, and. I really, really don't believe that losing Shifley killed that team completely. I mean, apparently did, but oh, no, I,
1: that wasn't the only reason, but taking him out of that offense, basically defangs a pretty useless offense um, as it is.
0: Oh God. It, everything, it was useless is a good word for it. It wasn't no idea what was happening there. Uh, any other thoughts on the, uh, um. Yeah, badass I'm getting to it, and I'm not doing no word until uh, the one-word thing until Fortnite starts after this. Um. Any other thoughts on any of the series at all from either of you? Can we root for everybody to lose now?
1: Yeah, 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 I hope, yeah. When you uh, get to that bitter point of the season, <laughs> I mean, I was there in root, January. Can't root for Montreal. Well,
2: you being a New Englander, I can't root for New York. Tampa just won it last year, and and Vegas hasn't paid their dues, and they're too obnoxious for a team that's only four years old. (laughs) So, may they all lose. (laughs) Uh, I
1: I will say, I enjoyed the heck out of Colorado Vegas.
2: You know, Vegas and Tampa, I'm sorry, Kelly. Vegas Tampa would be a nice series to watch.
1: Absolutely. I think that's the only hope um, that we have uh, for bringing in non-hockey fans for a for a final you desperately need that matchup in the finals um but yeah i i really enjoyed vegas colorado in the second round that was a great series i mean it just took a wild turn after uh the second game but oh my goodness so much fun back and forth every just chaos that's sp- That that second
0: game was one of the best hockey games I'd ever watched.
1: It was amazing. It was so much fun, and I desperately want that. And then I look at Montreal and the Islanders having success, and the Kraken are coming in. I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Trap. There's going to be, like, all the teams that can't afford any big offensive star Mm -hmm. are going to play this horrible trap crap. (laughs) And we're, oh, yuck. It's going to be terrible. I really hope. uh, Gabby winds up the coach in Seattle at least it'll be fun
0: <laughs> I thought he was done
1: though he well he's done unless Toronto calls or I'm thinking maybe Seattle where he, he could it would be kind of his, his mark on the team
0: that'd be weird that'd be wild if he came back again that'd be, that'd be really wild um, and I'm doing this for bat ash since uh, I always like to toot my own horn um but uh the blue jackets hired. Uh <laughs> who are the blue jackets hired? Oh Brad <laughs> Larson. Brad Larson, right? Because uh Tortorella experiment, the era is finally over. Uh Badash also thinks Seattle's getting torts. That's great. Ruin the team right now out of the bat. Yeah. There enough- you go. No way. Nothing. Nothing will
1: destroy a a fan base press
0: relationship, <laughs> PR nightmare more than Torts. I'm sorry, guy. You can put in charge of a brand new team. I'm sorry, as a coach, I not no. I, how many times you got to prove that you can't do your job? Get out. In
1: five years, when they're when they're they're terrible, and I doubt they're going to be terrible. But in five years, if they're absolute mess, you call Torts and and have them have him yell at everyone like they're 12 year olds, but until then, no.
0: <laughs> it, Seattle's not, I, I really don't think so. If Seattle signed torts, I will immediately write that team off. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Like Kelly said, that's what you do. You, you sign them and f- you sign him in five years when they're a complete mess and they have no direction and you have a guy come in and scream and yell like a four-year-old and throw things and be a jerk off to the press and get everybody fired up. And then in five years when it doesn't work anymore and they stop listening, you put a new coach in and you see how it happens after that, which is what Columbus is going to do, which is what Vancouver did. And who was before that New York? Cause that worked out fine. And I'm really tired of people trying to defend Tortorella to me. Like I didn't just watch it four times in the last 12 years happen. The guy loses the team every time because he's not meant for that job.
1: He's, he's a, uh... He's Jose Mourinho. Yeah, hockey. He won a cup a long time ago now, Um, and because of that, he gets to uh, hang around despite being, by all accounts, a horrible person, (laughs) or at least a horrible coach. I shouldn't horrible coach. I don't don't know anything about torts the person. I just as a horrible coach that just doesn't treat people very well at all on 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 all fronts, not just the players, but other other. People in the organization, the press, just all of that.
0: I would have paid a very high lump sum to watch Clint chuck walk through that hallway and strangle him. <laughs> <laughs> the Calgary Vancouver uh, debacle a couple years ago, Paul. Yeah. And it's they're showing the shot in the hallway where he is just screaming, and he's screaming, I don't. I forget who's standing in front of the Calgary. Big, tall guys just yell, just watching him yell like an idiot at the coaches of the Calgary behind him and all. I don't know. He gets pushed off camera off the shot down below. And you can tell that he's still screaming as he's getting pushed down the hallway because people are looking at him. And all of a sudden you see little Clint Malarczyk. I say little because he's shorter compared to the guys he's walked by. Whatever he said, Clint had enough. And. Tore ass down that hallway and whoever that big tall dude up front was grabbed him and stopped him from getting to torts (laughs) and strangling him to death and i would have paid any amount of money you know what clint here go get him (laughs) just to see those two fight because i don't know if you know this large chuck has a lot of uh anger not anger but he has a lot of pent up frustration because of the trauma he went through and to take it all out on that guy's face would have been nice. Just saying, don't get mad at me. Tortorella deserves a punch in the face, but yes, the Tortorella experiment is over. And uh, I think that Columbus has a pretty good team. And I think with that new regime, uh, I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be one or the other. There's not gonna be like a middle ground for this team next year. It's they're either gonna come up fired up, out, come out fired up. I strike that, reverse it, and and power through. Or there's gonna be a bit of a struggle. But I'm excited to see what they do because they have a really good team and they don't need somebody screaming like they're in pee wee leagues anymore. <laughs> last item on the agenda. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion, guys. Uh, last item on the agenda. As I turn on my flashlight for no reason uh the ahl i don't want to say it's a realignment because it's really not but the question the number of games i guess is what was confusing me which is isn't it always what it is in the ahl for just one more year then
2: they're going to every team plays
0: the same amount same amount yeah 72 is that right yeah well you got it up there right Kel?
1: yeah it's well <laughs> they they announced it i'm very pleased that we're able to achieve a schedule of 72 games for all teams in the American Hockey League. No, because the West Coast teams once again play 68 games and some play 76. So true on two of those fronts, but you've got an entire division that doesn't play 72 games.
0: <laughs> he doesn't know.
1: Dang it, AHL. could Just once could you get something right?
2: <laughs> uh... Well, next year, though, they're all going to 72. Or the year I should, next year would be 21-22. Yeah, the,
0: not this, the, the following season, 22 yeah. they're going to go. Yeah. Aren't they trying to align it to, not align it, but aren't they trying to mix it up on the next schedules coming out where you don't see them playing the same team 10 times, just seven? I, I doubt it.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that the American Hockey League way is to see the same teams at Over, least never. 10 times a year.
2: Well, you throw another team in that Pacific division next year, they're going to have all the teams out there now. It's going to be the opposite of what it used to be. All the teams will be out West. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm sure they're sick of each other too, because it's been that way since that was established, right? That they've only ever played themselves. like They don't even go on any kind of road trip.
0: Um Condors won the... Uh, what was it? What's that West Coast trophy? What, what's the trophy called?
1: It doesn't matter. Yes, the it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, you say that, but did you see their social media? It was like they won the Calder Cup. And I was like... To be fair, they've never won anything.
1: I think maybe they won the West Coast League once, but I mean... <laughs> certainly the Oilers have never won anything, so... <laughs>
0: just back to the, uh, the Seattle Kraken before we get out of here. Cause it's really all that, that's really all the talk we have. I told you it was going to be a quick one and I stuck to it. Damn it. Um, it'll be Tortorella or Rick talk in Seattle.
1: Oh my God. No, don't do that to your team. And I asked, here's, here's an idea. Go for a new, go for a new coach. There are other hockey leagues that exist. <laughs> There are many, actually. There are even some that are not in North America. There are coaches in those leagues. You can hire them. (laughs) Give that a shot. (laughs) Because Rick Tockett might actually be a worse choice than Tortorella. And that's saying something.
0: Hey, hey, hey. I have a stick hanging (laughs) up here. Uh No, I agree with you. Um, Now, he has a relationship with Ron Francis. Oh yeah! Oh man! I I have no problem with these two guys coming in for teams later on, but uh, they're not expansion team coaches. No, no, neither one of them. And I and I and I like Rick Tuckett I don't have the same disdain for him that I do for.
1: I don't understand how that guy is a, a coach. Is it because he's like Gretzky's buddy? is he Gretzky's he's had, buddy? He's had like a yeah. massive coaching career and he's never
0: done anything. Well, I can't say that because every time I say that, people are like, you can't say it. I'm like, I, I, he's done nothing as a coach. He's done he's nothing. nothing. You got in
2: trouble for gambling?
0: Well, yeah, Fine, with,
1: with Gretzky. And he, I think he took the heat for Gretzky and his wife. So he's he's good, but yeah. like... <laughs> Has anyone actually looked at his actual coaching record? No. Because yes. There's nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: was he was was he involved in Pittsburgh during the was he a coach in Pittsburgh? Or you can bring up
0: the the, the, the abuse scandal, guess?
1: No, no, no. I'm just saying was he in was he an assistant coach during some of those cup runs or I something? I'm sure he wasn't. Is that, is sure that, he was is at that what the he's 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 brilliant. He just needs a chance because I'm pretty sure that has to do with two generational players being on the ice for that team. Well, i
2: had his chance and then his second chance and then
1: his 19th chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Taka took over as coach for Phoenix when Gretzky was out. He went two and three. Gretzky returned after his mother passed away. Uh, he was the associate coach. For the lightning replacing Melrose. He won a, won a cup as an assistant in Pittsburgh. And he won two. Yeah, there you go. He won the one of the two. Yeah, he won the 16, dinner, and, 17. Yeah, 16, 16 and, seven. and
1: 70. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah. I yeah that was won. Rick Tockett.
1: I could have won a cup with it <laughs> if I was an assistant coach on those penguins. A blind,
0: dude, a blind <laughs> person would have won a, 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 a cup hey, with that Rick, team. Can
1: you fix the power play? Okay, Sydney, come here.
0: Stand, you girl. shoot the stand, puck. Stand over there. You stand shoot over the there. puck.
1: None of these other morons. You shoot the puck. <laughs> there you go. Power play fixed.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he was he wasn't on the penguins before what he badass. Oh, before Crosby saved them when were the pens really about to Oh, you're asking. Before Crosby saved them where the pens really about to move. Yeah. Yes, they oh, yeah. were. Yep. Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: once before Mario came, once before Sydney came, and I think both times it was
0: either Kansas City or um, Hamilton. Hamilton, that's the there's there's Hamilton and like Cleveland or something weird. Yeah, there's a
2: couple <laughs> other weird ones in there, but yeah, I think it was Kansas City one time and Hamilton one time.
0: Yeah, it's true. So when you see somebody using that as a as a as a dig at the Penguins fans, and the reason why they get mad because it is true. Now, I, I don't usually pull that card because that's. Like I said, I had the epiphany in the last year, and it does go back to the Flyers where Flyers fans still hate on the Penguins. I'm like, but they have five cups, and we have had nothing since '75. So who are we making fun of? <laughs> like, I know I, you can only stand on the yes, but our attendance was amazing all for 35 years. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that people were still giving money to a team that underachieved for 35 years. So I. It, if somebody comes in, like Mark Madden. Mark Madden wishing a plane crash a week before the locomotive plane crash where he hoped all the Flyers team died. That guy, I'll, I'll, I'll pick on him all the time. Also, he was a terrible wrestling announcer. I, and, and let me preface this. Having a job and being good at it in wrestling are two different things. So if you're going to defend it by saying, well, he was friends... D- him having an announcing job at WCW is like me having an announcing job at the WWE today. Shouldn't (laughs) happen. Okay. But, um, other than that, I don't pull that card, but it is a very real card. Uh, and how how many years do you think Crosby's got five, six guys, six more years, five more years, maybe three because of his head. How old is he now? 36 34? Well, he was born in 87. (laughs) So yeah, if you didn't know he was born in 87. Yeah. So he's 30. He's 34. Well, with the head trauma, you think instead of ten years, it's like three.
1: I yeah, I hope I hope four to five. I I mean, I nice. mean, you you watch the abuse that he gets on a on a game by game basis. It's it's not good, and you know we can't call we can't call all the fouls because the game would never happen. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, you know something something's going to go wrong at some point either an accident or or someone's going to get really upset and and mark shifley him and there you go you've ruined one of the the greatest players in the history of
0: the game for for all of my personal town you know philly versus pittsburgh crap aside that dude lived up to every single expectation that was thrown at him. we agree Exceeded, yeah, yeah. exceeded. Yeah, exceeded times four at this point. Dude has three cups, um, gold, he, medal. gold medal. He if not is two. I gotta check that. Literally, literally the best player since Gre- uh since Mario. That's his era. Sure, you can say that. Absolutely, sure.
1: absolutely.
0: The man has zero things to prove to you or anybody else in Pittsburgh if he retired at the end of this year, which is not going to happen, but if he did, man has a job in that organization for years. Now to honor your question. Um, I don't think in the era of social media where fandoms kind of spread out now easily, more easily than they did before internet. I don't think Pittsburgh will be in danger of moving again. Do you guys think that seems like all kidding aside, that seems like a hardcore sports town like once you you're indebted to for them you, you no, got a good 20 years am i wrong no,
1: no that's that that is they have to disprove the the pattern because once once, once mario, they start losing
0: again will
2: the fans go away again
1: yeah once mario left and they were they were garbage uh they were they were horrible which is the reason why they had uh, that powerhouse, those powerhouse teams uh, that that developed, was they were. I mean, they were just. They had draft draft picks like crazy because they were just terrible for a number of years. The fans weren't going, um, and that's why they were in, in in danger of moving along with the normal arena stuff and all that that kind of thing. Mario had to come in as an owner to to save that team, to keep that team in in Pittsburgh. Um, so we'll see when when Crosby and, and Malkin are are done and you assume they'll pre- that'll happen pretty close together. I I don't know, because right now they're definitely doing what, what most teams do. They're they're retooling around those two and the other the other great players that they have uh, trying to extend that window, trying to get one more run in there. But at a certain point, you can't. And usually what most teams do these days is they get rid of everybody and they stink for two or three years and get a bunch of draft picks and, and build that way through the draft and trading, uh, you know, for pieces that they need and hoping to, to build the team again, but Pittsburgh will have to prove that they're going to support the team through that. They haven't gotten there yet. We don't have to do it yet, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Now just uh, want you to everybody to know for the record that Dan, the guy from Philly was the one that was ignoring that history and saying that would probably be fine. I want that on record. <laughs>
1: duly noted
2: thank you you know that doesn't make pittsburgh much different than most other cities absolutely there's not no. there's not many hockey cities that would survive you know support their team through thick and thin i mean every team gets a wall if the team goes south in the standings the interest goes
0: south too absolutely but, except for philadelphia where they they support them for 35 years and now there's and now that people now that people are standing up people are like you oh you don't like the team anymore no i don't what is there to like right now i'm not very happy it's yeah, some cities problem. are recession
2: proof, but there's not a whole lot.
1: That's a yeah. That's a different problem when it's when they always know that the attendance is there. So they look at when Toronto.
2: Fade, yeah, look, yeah, at, look Toronto. at Toronto. I mean,
1: Toronto's had I mean that's just a cash cow. They they never have to worry about money. They've gone through you know up and down trying to figure this out for a long time. They haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, I I always whenever people bring up the Pittsburgh relocation, I just think of I went to a Caps Pittsburgh game. Oh, oh two oh three so
0: jesus dark, christ
1: dark days uh and this for is both D- of you in dc it's at least 75 percent pittsburgh fans there um it wasn't a full house but it was at least 75 percent pittsburgh fans there were there.
2: seven pittsburgh fans and three cap fans exactly
1: there you go were you there paul
2: <laughs> and, and and one neutral person
1: <laughs> one guy going where are the bullets <laughs> um but you know so it was a i think I'm trying to remember. I think it was two-one in the at the end of the third, at least seven minutes to go. The Caps were actually up, um, and and the Pens fans started chanting, "You have no cups." <laughs> and the few brave Caps fans that remained were yelled back, "You are bankrupt." And this went on sing-song for the entire seven minutes. <laughs> and it just warmed my heart. That would,
2: that would have been a fun game to be to. Yeah, actually, I would have enjoyed that.
1: Well, because at that point, those are diehard fans. If you're going to go see the O two O three Caps and or Penguins, you love your team or hockey way too much. Um, and yeah, it was. It's just one of those great memories I have.
0: That like when I went to see the fly the one time I had partial season tickets when the F- Forsberg was the captain and they didn't win like 15, 20 games.
1: So, so you gotta make your own fun, man. <laughs> see the Islanders fans these days. They have a they have a great team that's winning, but <laughs> they're so well, bored, they're just coming up with chance endlessly.
0: I, I'm telling you right now, there I cannot tell you how long how long and how loud I will laugh. If the Islanders win a cup back at Nassau County Coliseum after all of that P.S. of going over to Barclays Center, it being generally and genuinely terrible the entire time, and then going back to Nassau County after they shrunk that building before they move into their new building. How it can, you you? I'm not pulling for the Islanders. But how incredible would that be? When you win at Nassau County, and the first thing you do when you kick open the doors of new arena, is slap a brand new banner up there and go, "Hey, <laughs> welcome back, Mother Effort." That's you. Nuts. Here's
2: our housewarming present. Yeah,
1: you, you thought Long Island uh, Islanders were uh, annoying people before you. You wow. have not. You have not witnessed.
0: Derek, please the, don't don't be mad at my wife for that.
1: You have not witnessed the. Uh, the incredible ego of a Stanley Cup winning Islander fan.
0: Can, can you do me a favor? <laughs> I
1: did. They won four straight. <laughs> they were insufferable.
0: <laughs> can you do me a favor? Can you tell me the the uh the Pat Lawn F story?
1: Oh, that's not really much of a story.
0: Uh, well, it's just a little what, capper for the episode.
1: My particular story? Yes. Or just
0: the yes yours.
1: Oh, that's the first Caps game I ever watched. Um, I went with my dad to the horse track that, that night. Uh, he put in his bets. Um, and the Caps used to be on home team sports. And home team sports would have the the races that had run. They, they had a like a half hour show at like midnight. And they would show all the races. So I went with my dad to put the bets in over the, over the bridge in Maryland. We came back, sat down. Uh, put home team sports on and the hockey game was on and he's like oh okay so the hockey game yeah because it's like at midnight so the hockey game's on and so as soon as this is over they'll go to the Rosecroft results and uh, sitting there watching it and third period ends and it's like oh oh so they're going to overtime oh it's playoffs it's overtime so watch that first overtime (laughs) watch the second overtime dad goes what year is it it's 83. What is that? 83 something.
0: I, was I forget when eighty three? 87.
1: Right? I don't, it I don't all, remember. It all blends together. Right,
0: right, right. Uh,
1: Dad goes to sleep middle of the second overtime. He's just he's given up because it's it's out. past when they were going to play the race results. <laughs> goes into the third overtime. And uh, I watched them lose on the Pat LaFontaine shot. And I should have known. <laughs> should have known how caps fandom would go
0: <laughs> yeah i don't have one i was never warned by any of my family members raising me about the flyers never warned
1: we can't be warned you have to learn it on your own
0: it's, I don't a, pain, know. it's
1: a painful painful lesson you have to learn I on your
0: own should have known after that patrick King goal, like hmm, i think the puck's just never going to bounce our way guys <laughs> who did that who did that king of the weekend cheering more points thank you sir good thank you i don't know who you are actually sir or ma'am or you or they thank you for the cheers at least you didn't say get good but we will be in a second we will be playing Fortnite for those on twitch right now uh as far as podcast goes that is the end i think uh I don't think we have anything else to cover. If you do, do it in the outros. Kelly, you cannot be followed anywhere on social media, so just follow the show at Obey Puck Show. Paul, where can people follow you? I can be followed
2: at PuckmanRI. Hey, here's the good news. I will be back at Warrior Ice Arena as the PA announcer for the Boston Pride for a fourth season.
0: Hey, congratulations. I hope you don't win this year. Sorry.
1: There you go, Paul.
0: Yeah, where's my damn cup? Yeah. Where's my ring? Where's my goddamn ring? <laughs> I would really like to have somebody from the team other than you on the show because, you know, we yeah, really like the NWHL. So if you could, you know.
2: I keep asking. Everybody keeps ignoring me.
0: What did you do wrong? No I said
2: somebody's <laughs> name the wrong way.
0: <laughs> they laughed at you on national television. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that hey, was that was a funny story
0: though. I wish I could be in that position to even do that. That'd be great. Like, yeah, not say my name. Exactly.
2: I was was watching the intros to the Vegas game last night, and all I could think of was if I had to try to do what that BA guy is doing, I would hurt myself.
1: Oh, I haven't watched their pregame. The
2: (laughs) amount of screaming he had to do through that whole thing. Oh, my God. I don't think my voice is capable of doing that.
0: (laughs) Well, my voice is capable of doing this. Follow me at Dan Law 83 And like I said, Away the Puck is at Obey Puck Show on Twitter at Facebook. Obey the Puck Podcast. Uh, the HIC Talk Radio Network. Go to your podcast app on whatever device you have or to Spotify. Type in HIC Talk Radio Network. Look for the brand new red and black logo for the live show. If you're not there already, twitch.tv slash Law 83 For the show later on uploaded, edited, youtube.com slash Dan Law 83 for Paul Baker, Kelly Levy. I'm Dan Colachico, the above Irish comedian. Goodbye.